That's all. I appreciate it. That's all I wanted to know. All right, thank you. Cool. Um, yeah, well, I'll do some topics here, different stuff. Um, I just want to say thanks, everyone. I haven't done these in a while, and I probably should. I have a lot of followers. It's cool you guys follow me. When I first started this platform, it's kind of weird because you almost don't want to address that you have followers, like people like your stuff you post. And then you're like, oh, I probably, you know, it's very thankful everyone does like my stuff. So it's really cool. Uh, thank you, guys. Um, this is, you can't see it, my cornfield, not my cornfield, the cornfield you guys probably have seen in videos before. I can turn it. You guys can look it out. That's the cornfield. Cool. Right on. So we'll hop. People can hop on. I think I will be able to hear you. Oh, Blaine's on here. He's going to jump higher than me. I don't want him on here. He's going to make me feel bad. Blaine, by the way, before I go any further, um, I love the fact that he posts a video of him jumping and everyone is an iconic cornfield. Everyone thinks it's done backwards just because they've never seen someone that athletic. I'm not that athletic. I wish I was. So if you guys want to join me, by the way, you need to enter in a topic you want to talk about. I appreciate that. You're welcome, David. Um, bounciest dad in the game. Well, I think Blaine's technically a dad, so maybe he beat me. Um, so if you guys want to join the conversation, you're allowed to. You just got to comment in the little comment section here that you want to join, but also like what topic. I can't just take someone on who just starts saying wild things, so I appreciate it. But um, Cool, so we'll just kind of hop in, and I have some things I want to cover. Now look at these message requests. I'm just going to start accepting it, and we'll see what the heck happens. Um, so Blaine is a freak. Uh, he, we all want to be kind of like Blaine, to be honest with you. He can use that as my uh, testimony. Um, oh gosh, sorry. So talking about strength training, performance stuff, all the fun stuff. One of the things I don't talk about on here because it's kind of not long-winded, but it's hard to make a post about is actually organizing your train. Um, yeah. Can we chat about nutrition based help for explosive training? Absolutely. You want to hop on here and you want to have a conversation, David, you can do that. I think you had a request. I'd rather talk to someone else than myself as things kind of get underway here. I think we can actually have multiple people join this. I'm not really sure. But regardless, we're talking about uh, nutrition and stuff. That's actually a good question. Um, when it, it is amazing, by the way, how often poor nutrition can ruin. It seems like most types of training obviously do, but really explosive training. And what I mean by that, what I've found anecdotally is if I don't have enough carbohydrates off the bat, my nutrition, my training can absolutely just go right downhill. Absolutely trash. Um, so if I'm trying to lose weight, and I know I'm not getting as much or as many carbs as I normally do because I just have a lower caloric intake, nutrient timing becomes really important. So right before the workout, I'll make sure I get enough carbs. During the workout, I'll make sure I get enough carbs. And if I have to train again later in the day, making sure that that post-workout window I get carbs because I start that recovery process. Now, if I'm eating just a lot of food because I'm on a bulk or whatever I might be, I'm not so concerned about the timing of the nutrients because I'm just getting enough nutrients as it is. It's really common that you'll see if you have um, like enough food, I'll just say pizza because I like pizza. If you eat a big pizza the night before and you go and work out the next day, it is amazing how much more energy you have, especially if you haven't been eating that many carbs in the first place. Um, it's, it's really astounding. And one sec, I gotta add this because it is a great example of how you weren't really fully carb ready and how nutrient timing does matter. And nutrient timing isn't just 
like the, the meal right before your workout, but maybe like 12 hours before if you missed a meal and certain things like that. It really does play a large role. So for explosive athletes, for running and jumping for myself, I like to have enough carbs and also have something that doesn't upset my stomach. Eat the whole pizza. Absolutely. I am a pro pizza person. I eat lots of pizza. I also have a TikTok, by the way, where I do where I review random things, and I've been really big into reviewing hamburgers. I'm a big hamburger person. So, fun fact. Um, so feel free, feel free to join, request to join. I got to write this in real quick. Request to join but you need to ask a question. Oh boy, I can't type. Ask a question first. I think I could pin this. I haven't done this in a minute. Let's see if that works. Does that have any typos? I always have so many typos, typos everywhere. Pin the comment. Cool, so I can flip back through and we'll see. Excellent question, made me hungry now. <laughs> I just ate my lunch. Um, all right, so if you have a question, ask. So I got some invites dylan asked dylan if you have a question maybe you asked the question i missed some questions because i was typing in it if you have a question let me know i see he has a request to join if you want to join that'd be awesome um you have to try blues burgers in dallas i would i so i live in iowa and i go around eating the hamburgers in iowa and pretend to review them like i'm some important reviewer but a good hamburger the patty obviously plays a role but underrated is the bun aspect and how that dances with the cheese aspect fun fact um so keep asking questions by the way if you have questions um what's your best workout to help me smash a baseball uh get yoked no um the bill miller has a lot of good stuff on it so want to swing fast and things like that if you guys would like to join feel free to join you're allowed to join so i have a request or let's just see what happens I do do data analysis for my athletes. It totally depends. Certain groups I actually don't do much at all. Certain groups I do a lot more. Um, it becomes a logistical problem sometimes with larger groups and also not really that informative. Every bit of data you collect has to be informative. So maybe just knowing sets and reps is good and like jump heights and speeds. But for someone who's more meticulous and you have an N of one in one person and that person's an older athlete, you're trying to squeeze out the nth degree of what they're trying to accomplish, then maybe, um, you know, trying to track more specifics is important. All right, Dylan, you're being excited. Well, I'm not sure who joined. If you guys want to join these, please feel free to join. I would rather have a conversation with someone. Oh, Dylan! Hey! I'm assuming that's who it is. I have no idea how this works. So I just I've never of... done this either, but... Right on. Very cool to be on here. Thank you for them. having me. Of course. What questions you got? Um, so I guess I am a collegiate athlete. I play volleyball. I'm a junior this year. Um, I've been dealing with ankle injuries my whole career so far. I broke it back freshman year. Um, thought it was fine over the last couple of years. Ended up having an OATS ankle surgery this summer, mm. uh, which is where they gave me new cartilage in my joint. So I guess specifically might be a more uh, medically, as somebody with a PhD, or something like that. I just saw my surgeon this morning. He didn't really have much to say on it. Um, but what would your suggestions be in terms of maintaining, you know, fascial integrity, maintaining mobility and strength when recovering from some sort of operation? Um, I've been trying to keep my right leg intact, being that it's my left ankle. So I've been training right leg as much as I can, doing as much single leg work, isometrics as I can, only having one leg to weight bear on. Mm -hmm. um, but what would your suggestions be there? So it's tough. First off, not a doctor, no medical advice. Let me throw all the disclaimers out there. I need to. Um, 
I've had knee surgery and I've had severe ankle injuries, both. Um, and my biggest regret with the ankle injury is that I could have trained other aspects up the chain. So my knee, my hip, the ankle itself, if it's surgery, obviously there's a given amount of time for just the general healing. And then I'm not bashing any physical therapy, but a lot of times, not every physical therapist is like return to athletics. It's like- So I, this morning after I saw the surgeon was just cleared to start walking again. So I just ditched the boot this morning and was Mm -hmm. told I could start PT. So that's honestly my biggest concern right now is after having done PT the last few years, you go to some place and you see a bunch of six-year-olds doing clamshells and that's not exactly what I need to, you know, be an athlete. Talk to the PT, ask them questions. So that's a lot of times you go into there, especially as an athlete, you kind of just assume that they know everything. But as someone now, I'll come on the other end. Like I'm only going to do as much as the athlete asks. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times you might not, they might not know, but they might know someone who knows. And okay. so it's really important when you go to see them, you're like, these are my sh- absolute concerns. Like, you're, this is what I want to accomplish. These are my concerns. And you're allowed to ask, is this doing the right thing? Is this the right path? What do you think about this? Because you are a client in that sense. And a lot of athletes, when they come in, just they come in and they just go, okay, we'll make my ankle better. And the PT now feels all the onus on them. And so they're just going to be like, yeah, we did this and you're good, I hope. But not all the time. Some are wonderful and great. But they... They might not realize that, you know, oh, rate of force development is important for you. Or like my ability to handle multiple ground contacts. Like my PT in high school, when I had a severe ankle injury my senior year, I was cleared because I could do speed ladder. And I couldn't touch the rim that's anymore. It, I could, that's about exactly what happened to me after my injury. I was, I was cleared to be on the ground and then I went into practice and went to jump and walked right back into the training room. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's asking those questions and then seen like you know even in an intrusive way if they don't answer them the way you would like maybe like say are there other people you know that i can reach out to mm-hmm. um and really asking questions because as a practitioner i would never be offended if i was asked something i didn't know but they wanted help so like, i have a lot of athletes like oh can i get you know nutritional work i can't get blood work done i don't do that yeah. i know people who do and so i can help you get there but if you never told me that yeah or you didn't tell me your ankle hurts I can't x-ray it, but I know PTs or docs who can. Yeah. And so asking that question is really important. And that's like a big thing I kind of, not to get all like preachy, but like if you're an athlete, it's amazing how much more control you have. And when I was in that setting, I always felt like I was just following orders. Yeah. Oh, they told me to do this. I'm going to do this. I just want to play my sport again. So I'm just going to like hope things go well. <laughs> that's how it's kind of been the last couple of years and I've not gotten anywhere. But- so, by the way, the hat collection, I have to ask now, because there's like 34 hats in the back here. Um, is it a purpose? No, not really. It's kind of just, I don't know, I just moved in this place recently and was looking to fill the walls up, and I had a lot of <laughs> deposit, so I bought a little hat rack and threw it up there. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. I love it. Thank what you. college do you go to? It's called Wentworth Institute of Technology. It's on Boston. We're a D3 school. Are you, are you um, super smart? then if you're going to some technology school i'm in I majoring in business uh okay. so i mean maybe maybe not i'd like to think <laughs> i'm fairly intelligent but according to uh the rest of my peers here who are all engineers i definitely would fall towards the bottom so of what career do you want to go to it and go into then uh project management okay. uh that's my focus right now what does that mean i don't what is, well you can't just say project management what project? uh so i mean there's a you're right there's a lot of different forms of project <laughs> i have no idea um i have experience uh in construction okay i've worked for a couple 
HPCs as a project manager, I didn't exactly love the construction aspect of it. So I think I'd want to go more towards just project based within a company, whether that's expansion, whether that's um, research, whatever it is, kind of just more projects like that, not construction projects is likely where I'd like to go with my career. Very cool. cool. So my last bit of advice for you, come on, switch out and got some other questions coming in is that don't forget you're an athlete, yeah. even though you're D3. What, what I mean by that, not physically, when you go into your career, it's so amazing how often the fact that you were an athlete actually can help you get into situations, whether it's sales, whether it's like the position you're in, connecting with people, relating, it's just a wide breadth of information you have because you were an athlete. And a lot of times as an athlete, we go in and we don't even mention it on our resume. Oh, we're a D3 athlete, I don't even wanna talk about <laughs> it. Like, you know what I mean? But to other people, they never were an athlete. So you're actually kind of in like the 1% of a population that plays a collegiate sport. And that's really important when you start to look across careers. And again, it's maybe not as important in engineering, but you'd be surprised at how often, just because you were an athlete with an engineering background, that might make you more suitable to maybe give, as wild as it might sound, consulting on how you design facilities for whatever it might be. Yeah. Because that's my bit of advice for you is you'd be so amazed at how that stuff that you do in college, when you do it, you just do it because you like it. You don't think much of it. And this is how I was. Like, I just ignored it and pushed it off. And then your next thing you know, you're like interviewing people. I had to interview people myself. And then they mentioned that this and this and this. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, that makes total sense. Because like as an athlete, you had team management, all these things that people didn't get exposed to that you just think are so mundane. Mm -hmm. So that's my bit of advice to you from a business oh. side because you're kind of in the business world. Thank you. Don't, yeah, don't suppress what you think is normal because it's probably anomalous to others it's like not common okay. to be an athlete so okay you'd be really surprised even like little things like because you were a d3 athlete and you want to go do a podcast you can talk about your athletic background and then you could somehow leverage that into maybe um whether you just enjoy it you could just be a coach because that's a whole career path just by being an athlete in of itself but it, even just making connections i'll, I'll just leave it there because i go a long-winded conversation about this about people who i know who are athletes who are just like ignore the fact that they're an athlete and you're like dude it's like that alone is really yeah. helpful oh so but that's just my two cents for you entity your whole life it's definitely not easy to step away from it so i appreciate enjoy, that enjoy college enjoy being uh getting your ankle stronger sorry about the news and had i'm doing road to recovery so yeah, you gotta start somewhere you know i screwed my ankle up and it still bothers me to this day but it's functional and it works just fine and one of the things i've realized is as it's been never really recovered you kind of just gotta do things that you can tolerate well enough and you mm -hmm. don't be like concerned do i need to squat full range of motion and hit like i don't know i don't know if i ever can on my left leg i've had knee surgeries and ankles on it yeah i don't know but i can still run and play the sports i love and that's my end goal so I'll let you go i think you have to hang up on me I think that's how that works. Thank you for having me on course, here. Yeah. My man. Well, thank you for having me on here. Uh, and have a great rest of your day. Uh, thank you. You too. Take you care. You too. Bye-bye. Oh, that was cool. Awesome. Thank you, Dylan. So we have other people can join and ask questions. And I might do this for a couple more minutes here. No. was a comment. I'm not sure why a comment was no. Hopefully it's a good no. Like, no. Like, yeah, like, no. What's my diet like? Um, I eat ice cream a lot. So here's my trick for dieting people. Dieting people, people think about diets. Is I really, I'm, an, I'm a weirdo. I'm a nerd. And I like to evaluate food. This is so nerdy to talk about it like this. Gosh, I sound so boring. <laughs> I like to think about 
um, taste and flavor that I value. Like, I really like the flavor and taste of ice cream. I like ice cream. I like hamburgers. I don't really care much for, like, breakfast foods. And so when I look at my entire allotment of, like, calories I need for a day, on certain areas I don't value that much, like lunch or uh, um, certain breakfast, I don't really eat as much of that food. I just get my nutrients I need from it. And if I like certain foods, I'll make sure not to sacrifice them because I want to make sure I eat them because I enjoy them. And so it's kind of like a, a weighting of interest. And I'll know what I'm going to have that day. If I know I'm going to eat ice cream that day, I'm going to make sure I have enough room for ice cream in my diet. So that's kind of like my diet. I make sure I get enough protein, get the macros done, and I, I weigh my uh, nutritional interests. Uh, someone else wants to join here? All right. Let's accept this here. We'll see if this is accepted. I think this is how this works. I'm still trying to figure this thing out. I just hit accept, and I think people can appear on here. Ah, we got someone on. Say your name for me, by the way. I cannot pronounce that. Hello, Max. My name is George in the international name. My name is Jorgos in Greek. Yes, I'm from Greece. And I'm a strength and conditioning coach in soccer in Oslo, Norway, Volrega. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Man, all the way across the... the uh, yeah, the all the way across the other side of Atlantic. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I don't want to have a lot of, of your time, Max, actually. I, yes, because uh, actually a lot of people possibly waiting you to co come and join. Oh, yes, I'll be watching you. Take your time. Take your time. Yes. Yes, actually, you know, uh, I've been watching you the three, the last three years. I'm really surprised of that. Yes, because all the way, uh, thank you for what you've done for the researches about that. It all. Thank you. you know, I don't know if you know about how it works in soccer and the plyometrics or generally being an athlete, because a lot of coaches, a lot of managers out there are not trusting the SNC coach out there. It's not an easy job to go there. You have to prove yourself a lot. Yes, to keep your athletes healthy, a lot of things. So my main question about it about uh, your our podcast is about the performing enchantment. What have you done to your athletes 48 to 24 hours before the match? Actually, you, you use some kind of, uh, what have you will done if you were in a SNC coach in the soccer? Would you do prefer to do uh, high intensity plyometrics or big jumps or doing some heavy squats about, about performance gains? What's your point of view about that? So. I work with more individuals, so take that how you want. Mm -hmm. And in the off season, we work to figure out how they respond. Because everyone seems to be really different. For example, I have um, a goalkeeper who I've worked with, Steve Clark, who plays for the Houston Dynamo, I believe now. And he mm -hmm. likes to do certain things. And he likes maybe, he gets certain lifts make him really tired, like a squat might make him tired. Um, and then that's sense. the case. Yeah. Well, we're not gonna do it. I have another athlete though who likes to squat before they play and <laughs> it makes them feel really good and i don't know why <laughs> i can't tell you the difference as to why yeah, i have no so clue i'm not smart enough to go inside their body i know when i do rdls i'm really tired for some reason for multiple days i on the other hand can jump just about every day and i think a lot of it has to do with the person's background if someone's like naturally um more inclined to jumping, they've jumped a lot in their whole training career, that might be quicker turnaround time for them to get ready. Another athlete I've worked with, the guy who likes to lift, has lifted his whole life as a former football player. If for some reason it makes him feel strong, and the way he plays the sport, he plays it in a strong way. Now, does it make him magically jump higher or not jump higher? Probably not. Does it make him feel good to play the sport? 
Yes. And if he feels good to play the sports, isn't that the purpose of what we're trying to accomplish? Like, what is readiness? Is readiness the peak performance you possibly could do? Or is it just feeling ready to play? Because if I was a basketball, I was a basketball player, I would rather, I'd rather feel ready to play than to say, oh, I'm going to jump my highest today, but I don't actually feel that ready. Because there are two differences. We've all had those days we've gone into the gym. We don't feel good, but we perform really well. We've had days where we don't, we, we feel good, but we don't perform as well. I just care about them performing well. And so from that mindset, I can't give you like a clear answer except for the okay. player having a lot of um, onus to it. So they take a lot of responsibility. I look at my players and said, look, you're a professional athlete. If you don't know what gets you ready for a game, we have bigger problems. Yeah. Like you're, you're getting paid to play. So what do you want to do? And then you ask them, did it work? Did it not work? And I think the big issue with a lot of our culture and other teams' culture is teams will hire you and they say, oh, you go do that. And then the players yes. will just kind of just listen to you. And then you feel all the responsibility to try and pick the perfect recipe, even though you have, you know, 30 different people. And you're like, well, how could I possibly pick, you know, everyone's favorite slice of pizza? It's like ordering pizza. Who knows what everyone wants? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's perfect example. And so when Perfect. we get near within the games, you might make it like optional based on how they feel. Do we go 48 hours? Do we go 24 hours? We'll have two windows, maybe one 48 hours, one 24, and you get to pick what you want to do. And maybe guys who play less will want to do the 24-hour ones, and the guys who play more will do 48. And then it's not based on anything. We, we start with logic, and then we work from science. Yeah, we don't start with like some like regimented like scientifically. Well, it might be the best way to get them to have the highest trap bar yeah. velocity, but they're playing soccer, so who cares? They play soccer because uh, uh, forgive me for doing the, for saying this, uh, but actually a lot of uh, actually soccer players and managers are actually performing their athletes. Uh, they they want to do some kind of you know sprints. They want to do some kind of reaction drills. Okay, that. This is good. This is realistically, but never forget that what we learn from you and from everybody else that they are athletes. They want to move fast, actually, without without uh, with only doing some kind of reaction drills. Is five four meters okay? But we want to make them jump. We want to make them sprint. We want to make them sprint not straightforward and changing direction also. And I that's why I was uh, asking this kind of question. Yes, what to do with high plyometric jumps and performing things? But it was a good answer. Thank you about that. Thank you. One thing you can think about too is you don't want to test things in season mm -hmm. and so with my athletes when i trained an individual all the way through the season off season his rehab and the whole continuum and yeah. we said in season we're just going to do things we know that don't bother you uh, because absolutely. like and we're going to learn that though in the off season so in the off season we're very conscious about oh how did that lift make us feel oh did we feel good the next day Oh, when I do an isometric, I actually feel good the next day. But when I do, you know, a heavy squat, it takes like three days to recover. So we gather that information in the off season. So come in season, we apply it. It's not like this exactly. off season, then in season. And no, it's let's learn us, the human. Then let's learn how we kind of respond. Let's kind of, we know we have more bandwidth for air in the off season because you can take two days off to recover. And then in season, once we know it works, let's just, let's just keep what works because you're getting paid to play. You're not getting, I'm not trying to have a guy run faster in season. I'm just trying to have him not yeah. run slower. Like, exactly. like that's well, kind of how I look at it. Well, Max, yeah.
Yes, I'm really looking forward for you to make some kind of videos to help us for the soccer, for the soccer community. I know you're great to the basketball, but please give some kind of information for the soccer. Thank you for letting me inside. Yes, cheers, and please take care, man. Take Thank care. You. Bye, bye bye. Awesome, very cool, great questions. Um, I'll take a couple more. People have questions. People have um, want to hop on here. You're allowed to. Someone asked about my favorite basketball shoe. Um, I like the LeBron 20s right now. My favorite basketball shoe, actually, the Russell Westbrook's Why Nots 2.0s. Those are my favorite basketball shoes. And I have some Kobe's I really like as well. Um, I think that's going to be everyone we have here today. Unless anyone else wants to join, you're allowed to join. You just got to let me know the question, and we can hop on and have a short discussion. Um, but you got to message me like in this little message area. I think I'm pointing at it. Me typing. Um, best load stress management plan for team sports athlete in season off season. If I knew, I would get paid a lot more money. Um, the athletes typically like to typically know really well. Um, what do you like to do for recovery as in fatigue? If it even applies, food a lot of times can really help. Sleep is also corny. Food and sleep. Um, if it's a longer period of time window of recovery, I might do. Uh, like I just have three days to recover. I might do hot, warm sauna work. If it's immediately, I might do like cold shower the night before or cold bath. If it's the morning of, I like to do contrast work. Kind of a little, let you know, a little secret there. Um, I think that's everybody who has asked questions. I'm going to sign off here. I'm going to end up posting this whole thing onto YouTube. I think YouTube, maybe my podcast as well, um, whatever it might be. So I appreciate you guys listening as always. Thank you. Uh, take care. And I, I hope to do this every lunch period. So around the same time, maybe a little bit earlier, Probably that 11:30 mark. I'm gonna try to be doing this more often. And so, if you guys want to, uh, you know, join in, more than welcome to. Appreciate you guys as always. Take care and uh, peace out.